Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we talk to Evan Friesen, Winnipegger, who plays for the Winnipeg Ice, who's in the WHL Championship Series. He joins us from Seattle, as well Kevin Monkman, the manager for Team Manitoba's boys team. Just one gold of the National Aboriginal Hockey Championship right here in Winnipeg. That's all coming up on the podcast. And as we uh, told you, and as you've been following, the Winnipeg Ice and Seattle Thunderbirds resume the Western Hockey League's championship series tomorrow night in Washington State. Ice took the opener on home ice Friday before the Thunderbirds responded Saturday night. All square at one. Today, I caught up with Winnipeg forward Evan Friesen, the 18-year-old from Winnipeg, who had 27 points in 68 games in the regular season and has five goals this postseason, including a marker in game one on Friday. I started our chat by asking how today's practice went. It was good. It was nice to get down here and get a skate on the ice, get a feel for the ice, and check out all the little nicks on the board and everything like that so we get prepared. Did you play there this year? No, we didn't. Okay. So when was the last time, I guess, have you personally ever played in Seattle before? I personally have not, no. It's my first time down here. Okay. Uh, And I guess what's your first reaction to what it's like in Seattle? Yeah, it's cool. Um, great experience for me. Uh, it's nice to see what everything's like down here, and uh, I'm just excited to get things going tomorrow night. So, Evan, looking at this uh, this season for your second full one with the Winnipeg guys, how would you feel like you've elevated your game this year? Yeah, I feel like having that first year last year, uh, got an understanding of the league and what it's like, and then coming into the second season, I had a lot more confidence and believed in myself that I can play with uh, all the players in this league, and uh like that just what it was is self-confidence telling myself I can play with them and carry it on to the rest of the season and what about in this postseason where you've got five goals so far yeah obviously it's nice to score it's real boost self-confidence booster for me um, I'm able to help the team out and uh, just want to keep it going through this last series here what was it like to score in game one of the championship series yeah it was awesome it was a great feeling um, it's nice to help the team uh, get the win in the end, and uh, I think it really got us going to get us that two two goal lead there and uh, helped us out. How important was it getting a, uh, at least one win in those first two games, and, and to start up the series with a win? Yeah, it was great. I think uh, getting the first win under the belt was great. Um, real confidence booster to the team, and uh, we just tried to keep it going. And I think coming out with one was important. Two would have been great, but. Splitting's all right. So what happened then on Saturday? What do you think was the difference in the 4-2 loss? Yeah, obviously I think Seattle came. Uh, they traveled the first day, but uh, they got their legs under kind of figured out how we play. Um, and it was a lot harder game, but I think we're prepared for this next three coming up here. Was there a difference between playing at Wayne Fleming Arena versus playing at Canada Life Center? Yeah, obviously I think the big difference was the crowd. Um, a lot more fans there to help us, cheer us on, and I think we just fed off that, and it helped us too. I know I was told the ice is wider at Wayne Fleming Arena. Did you really notice the difference? Uh, yeah, it's wider at the Wayne Fleming Arena, but I didn't feel no difference. Um, just like any other rink we played in, just on the road or any other one but i think it was good okay Uh, now what do you expect the atmosphere to be like in seattle where they've got a pretty nice fan base there for the thunderbirds 
Yeah, I think it's going to be tough. They're going to be maybe booing us when we come out. Um, but we've dealt with all types of adversity this year, so I think it's going to be fine. So you got to win at least one game of these next three to make sure you get another game on home ice. What will it take to make sure that happens? Yeah, I think for us it's just sticking to our system, um, playing good defense, lock them down and not give them much, and then we have a good offensive team, so I think offense will come pretty easy if we lock it down defensively. Are you enjoying playing for your hometown team? Yeah, I am. Obviously, it's nice to live at home. Um, get to see what it's like. Um, and I enjoy it. It's fun. It makes it easier for your family to come to games for sure, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, how was the travel to Seattle? How long did that take? Oh, uh, yeah, it was good. It didn't take that long. We uh, just flew from Winnipeg to Vancouver and then bus down. Um, great. Nice to see what that road trip was like. Good views and all that, and it was fun. Better than busing the whole way, right? Yeah. Can't imagine what that was like. Yeah. Well, uh Looking uh, looking at what happened again over the first two games here, Zach Benson with a pair of goals on, on Saturday. What has he meant to your team this year? Yeah, Zach's obviously a great player. Um, can think the game real well, and he's a big part of our team offensively. Uh, trust him in all zones, and he can get it done for us. We need him to. And one thing I noticed watching that game Saturday was just Daniel Hauser was awesome in net. What is he meant to your team, and, and what kind of chances he give you on a night-to-night basis to win games? Yeah, Daniel's a great goalie. Um, if anything happens, if our team breaks down, he, we can trust him in the back to make a big stop for us in an important time. Well, Evan, appreciate your time tonight. Thanks for this, and best of luck tomorrow night and the rest of the series. Thank you. Appreciate it. Evan Friesen of the Winnipeg Ice, who take on Seattle tomorrow night, 9 o'clock start. The ice games from here on out, games 3 through 7, will all be broadcast nationally so can't make it to the game six and seven you can do that if you can't make it to games three four and five in seattle because it's in seattle then that is also an option available to you on the weekend the manitoba boy squad victorious champions of the national aboriginal hockey championship beating ontario saturday afternoon five two taking home the gold medal at Seven Oaks Sportsplex. The man who helped put that team together is Kevin Monkman. He joined us before the tournament, and I also caught up with him earlier today to talk about how it feels to be champions. Um, uh, feels pretty good. Um, yeah, I think the, I think the boys, so the players uh, had a great experience, I'm hoping. And I think everyone, everyone had a, a good experience, I think, for the week. Playing on home ice, how much do you think that elevated the experience for the players? Uh, I think it had a huge factor. Uh, the, the crowds were phenomenal all week. Uh, I want to say the gold medal game, I think they had to turn people away because the, the rink was overflowing with uh, some fans, that, uh, some, some, some supporters that we had coming in. 5-2 win over Ontario in that gold medal game on Saturday. What was the atmosphere like at that game? Uh, it was pretty intense, uh, right from I think warm up until well, till the end of the game. The, the atmosphere in the rink was uh, was phenomenal. Um, great crowd support, uh, a lot of noise. Uh, a lot of family members made the trips from the various areas uh, from the province, and uh, yeah, it was nice to to get the support on on home ice. 
So throughout the course of the tournaments, did you get the feeling that, okay, this team has what it takes to, to win it all? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think when uh, we started to look at our roster, um, when we put the roster together uh, over, um, I guess, in early January after our our camp, we kind of knew we had a a solid uh, group of players, young and old. Um, Then as the week went on, the, the practices that we had ahead of time and as the week game went on, uh, you can kind of see they were kind of gelling and and coming together as a team. Uh, um, that's due to the the fact that we had uh, some great leaders on the team. Uh, when we were away from the rink, they uh, they were able to bring the boys together, and uh, yeah, we just uh, we we kind of got hot at the right time. What do you think was the biggest test you faced in that journey to gold? I think just competing. Um, Finding your game is is tough in in within like the week. Um, there was certain line combinations that had to be adjusted and whatnot. So, just finding a, a game uh, and listening to the game plan, um, I think that's the biggest thing when uh, with a short tournament like this is when a team finds their game. The team that finds their game earliest and adjusts makes the adjustments that are needed. Um, I think that just uh, you get the results that you needed. And I think the the players adjusted well to what the coaching staff was preaching. And uh, I think it showed in the last few games where, uh, where, where the guys played uh, really strong defensively and, and we got the goals when we needed. So Marlon Edwards finished the tournament, according to the website of the tournament, with 17 points to lead the all scorers in points in this tournament. Also had nine goals to pace the field. What, impressed you the most about his play um i think his uh his drive um uh like marlon played on the on a couple lines on the tournament and then until we settled down our lines but i think his his game really took off when uh well i guess from the first game when he scored five goals um but it's just the the small things in his game uh uh, chipping pucks in and, and being first on pucks, uh, his work ethic uh, was uh, was uh, phenomenal all tournament. And then you go down the list, you see other top scorers like Hayden Paupinekis and Carter Campbell and uh, Jeff Lejoy. Uh, the, the the players on this team, what kind of bond did you notice between them as the tournament went along? I think it was that the the brotherly bond. I think uh, like a lot of these guys played hockey <clears throat> against each other growing up, and then they play in these uh, different uh, indigenous tournaments that go on every year. And so a lot of these players are familiar with each other, and they know each other's strengths and whatnot. And then to bring them together for a tournament like this, they they kind of already know that, and then they become friends, and then. And it was almost like a, a, a small family, uh, kind of at the end of the end of the tournament. But they they just become uh, tight knit and, and close. And I think that's just just uh, uh, shows some of the leadership that we had on the team that uh, really kept the group together. And I guess this is kind of the end of their their hockey season, wouldn't it be? Yes. Yeah. This is. Uh, I know some some players will. Uh, um, I think there's another Indigenous tournament happening 
this weekend uh, that's connected to the Manitowabe uh, Festival. And then there's uh, the Fred Sasakamoose Tournament in Saskatoon that uh, I think a few of our players will be attending as well. How do you think this kind of propels the players, not even beyond beyond those tournaments, but to their kind of off-season training and then to their, their next hockey seasons in the fall? Do you think that this win can help push them even further in their hockey dreams? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Uh, there's a few players that uh, really um, impressed me um, with their play and uh, stepping into roles like they weren't in in during their club with their club teams there they weren't put into certain roles and with this team uh they were put in certain roles uh let's say a shutdown defenseman or whatnot or playing penalty kill um getting an opportunity on power play and with these players putting these roles and and excelling i think it's really going to help their confidence and their development moving forward to to next season because now they they can they know they can play at that level, so it gives them a uh, a good sense of um, to, to feel good about themselves and be positive. From your experiences, this tournament, a tournament that scouts are, are looking at for players to see where they end up going next, are colleges looking at this tournament? Who's keeping an eye on what happens at this event? Um, well, I've uh, at, during the tournament, uh, I've noticed in the stands that there was. Uh, Manitoba Junior Hockey League scouts there. There was a couple of Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League scouts. Um, there was some Western League uh, scouts in there. Um, um, an NCAA team reached out to me uh, to find out about some of the players that we had on our roster, um, both male and female side. I uh, passed on some information for the females as well. Um, just so I, I think it's... Uh, the tournament seems to be getting better in every, every year. Uh, the caliber of play gets better every year, so it's uh, it's kind of uh, taking off now. And when does the work begin for the 2024 games? Uh, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> no break. Yeah, no break. I always talked about you know, camp and when we're going to start up again. And We had a young team this year, so uh, we'll be looking at... Uh, how our roster is going to shape out and whatnot, and and uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, well, we'll take a little break, but uh, it's we like talking hockey, so the group that we we developed, so well, it's always in our on our minds throughout the summer. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of that uh, schedule to talk to us here a couple times, and uh, congrats again on the big win. Thank you.